0: Welcome to Brewing Success, where growth is the mission, change is the reward, and progress is the goal. I am your host, Andrea Gebhardt. I'm a former educator turned passionate entrepreneur whose desire to create impact has never wavered. I have spent the last decade teaching, mentoring, and coaching people on how to create success in their lives and businesses with proven strategies and systems that not only bring about change, but big results. When it comes down to it, teaching is my specialty, leadership is my jam, and inspiring you to live a bigger, fuller life is what I'm all about. This podcast will give you the knowledge and tools you need to brew success in almost any area of your life. You're going to walk away each week feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to step outside your comfort zone and into the next level of who you're meant to be. Now, let's get into today's episode. What does my career in education, my time as a mom, my entrepreneurial journey, my coaching business, and my speaking career all have in common? When I look back on each of these, there's one thing that I wish I would have done better. Wondering what it is? I wish I would have said yes less and no more. On today's episode, my friends, we're going to explore the power of no We're going to talk about how the ability to say no signifies strength, not weakness, and how saying no more could mean saying yes to more possibilities. Something really weird happens when you start to work your way into leadership. You suddenly find yourself in situations where people want more of your time, more of your energy, and more of your talents. And at first, you feel honored and excited to say yes and as time goes on, it evolves into obligation and then ultimately overwhelm with every yes that leaves your lips. This is exactly how misalignment and burnout happens. And if you've ever felt out, overwhelmed, or lacked energy, chances are you simply overextended yourself. And it's usually with things that aren't even in alignment with what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, seriously, let's think about this for a second. Let's, <laughs> let's be really transparent here. Who has signed up to contribute something for your child's class, even though you didn't have time to do it or the timing of this event wasn't right? Who's guilty? M- me too. <laughs> Who has agreed to take on the extra project in fear of letting someone else do it and needing to be in control? Guilty? Me too. Who has ever said yes to something that in your heart of hearts you knew it wasn't the best thing to say yes to, and it ended up causing high levels of stress, but you were too afraid that turning it down would mean that you weren't serious or committed? Guilty? Me too. Oh my gosh, me too, in a big way on that last one. So now that we can all agree that we have all had a helium hand one too many times in our lives and that we've suffered from volunteeritis... It's pretty safe to say that we're all guilty or have been guilty of overcommitting. We get we got stuck doing the thing we never wanted to do with the people we never wanted to do it with for that thing we didn't even care about. So it's time that we start saying yes, less and no more so that we can make progress in the areas that matter. So that we stay in alignment with our purpose and so that we have the capacity to say yes to more possibilities. Here's the thing. Great leaders are not yes people. In fact, the best leaders that I know, the best leaders that I have met and worked with are no people. And I know it sounds counterintuitive, but saying no more often leads to less stress and increased focus. Saying no isn't cowardly. It's actually quite courageous. And here's why. Because it takes courage to protect your energy, to protect your time, to protect your dreams. It takes courage to stand up for what you know doesn't serve you. It takes strength to say no to the things right now that are not in alignment with where you are going or what you're working to achieve. Saying no is really about creating healthy boundaries. And I think, I believe that boundaries are often learned too late in leadership, which results in being walked on, undermined and disrespected as a leader by, by those they lead. Saying no as a leader establishes clarity about what others can expect from you. It also sets real Realistic expectations for yourself because you cannot, (laughs) you cannot do everything. And I'm just going to say in this moment that my current self, or actually I should say that my former self, is probably jaws on the floor hearing this version of myself saying you can't do everything. Because once upon a time, I thought I could do everything. I thought I was the best when I was doing everything, giving it my best. It was turning out my best. I overcommitted, over obligated, overextended, and that resulted in so much burnout, so much frustration, so many mood swings, <laughs> so many unfair, um, you know, outbursts of emotion because I was just overcooked. And now I've learned the importance of not overextending myself. I now know that I cannot do everything, and saying that is not a bad thing. Knowing that and owning that is a sign that you put your ego to the side. You've humbled yourself and you've recognized that being a good leader isn't about being good at everything. Being a good leader is really leaning into your strength zone and being good there and allowing other people to shine and and empower and equip them to take over and delegate the things right that you don't need to necessarily do. Saying no as a leader means someone else on the team gets to say yes. Saying no gives you opportunities to delegate. Saying no gives you the ability to focus on what matters. Good leaders say yes less and no more. And if you're, if you're really on track to grow, develop, and, and move the needle in your life, then learning to say no and say it well matters. You have to get good at saying no to the things that don't fit into the big picture or are simply outside your core focus at this time. For example, I was recently asked to participate in something pretty amazing with some amazing people to do something really incredible. It would have been great PR, great networking, a great experience, an incredible um, source of income and result really in another level of success. And part of me, oh my gosh, (laughs) part of me wanted to do it. Part of me wanted to say yes, to find the time to fit it in, to make it work, to add it to my collection of accomplishments. But hot dang, once I filtered it through my current focus, my current definition of success, it simply didn't align and I turned it down. I turned down a once in a lifetime opportunity because saying yes to it meant that what really mattered to me in this season of my life, would suffer. And I have decided that in this point in my life and career, I will no longer make decisions based on what others want me to do or what others think I should do, or even make decisions that will, in the slightest way, take away from my priorities. And let me just tell you, having that level of clarity for myself and my leadership, it is pure gold. It's empowering. It's grounding. And honestly, it feels good to be in a place to make decisions based on what matters, not expectations. Imagine if you started to operate this way, what would your life look like if you started making decisions based on what matters, not what's expected? Learning to say no to the things that won't serve you will benefit you greatly. But I also want to say that no doesn't always mean no. It's not always a hard no unless it's a hard no. (laughs) Sometimes it means not right now. I think one of the biggest mistakes that leaders and well people alike make is saying yes to something they didn't plan to say yes to. Meaning saying yes in a moment to something that wasn't planned and therefore took energy or focus away from something else. Let me, um, let me explain what I mean. So one of the biggest stressor, stressors for me personally is when things change suddenly and the things that I had planned don't get the time or the attention they were supposed to get because something else came up. This literally causes a massive amount of stress for me that affects my mood, my energy, my patience, how I respond and engage with my kids. And... It's really hard because, you know, being a single mom with four children who are involved in all the things, running a business, hosting a podcast, you know, um, pouring into a few additional passion projects, my time is very structured. I am very particular about where I invest my time, who I invest my time with. So literally every ounce of my day is scheduled in advance. And so when something comes up that disrupts that, it absolutely deters and derails and gets in the way of what needs to get done to stay on track with the goals. What needs to be accomplished so that I can protect the things that that really matter. And one day, I had somebody shoot me a message, and they, you know, said, "Hey, Andrea, um, I, I see what you're doing. I'm really stoked for you. I would love to actually have like carve out some time to to spend on the phone with you." And I would love to get you on my podcast. And this was, you know, a question that I got. And let, when, when, when's as soon as you can jump on, the, on a phone call today or tomorrow? And um, I remember thinking to myself, I honestly am really interested in this opportunity, but I don't have time to do that right now. When I looked at my calendar, when I looked at my schedule, there were so many important things that needed to get done in the time that had been set aside for them that it just couldn't happen. And I internally struggled with that. I felt like I was kind of in this, this decisive moment of my life of, are you going to continue to do things that that weren't planned and disrupt the plan that you have set in place and allow that to hijack your energy and your mood and your ability to get things done, your ability to connect with your kids because you're too stressed to do that at the level in which it's important to you? Or are you going to? put a boundary in place? Are you going to say no? Like what's going to happen here? So that day, um, I decided to just go ahead and get on this call and that, that call that was supposed to be really brief turned into, you know, two hours. It was a hijacked two hours of my precious time. And I was so stressed and I was so disappointed in myself and I was so frustrated and it just threw everything out of whack. And I was like, you know what? I am never doing that again. I just can't. So I made a promise to myself to put a boundary in place to protect my time, my energy, and my goals. And that resulted in, in me no longer agreeing to do anything in the week that was already scheduled. So if somebody wanted to connect or chat or plan or strategize or anything, it was a simple I can't do that this week, but I have time next week on because this week was already set. And if it wasn't in this week, it wasn't happening. It could potentially have an opportunity in the following week. And this was huge for me. I wasn't saying no. I was just saying not right now. It was legit the best thing I ever did for myself. I was no longer frantically trying to catch up. The stress was gone and it was replaced with clarity and choice. And the first step to getting to this place for yourself, right? Because I know you're listening to me thinking, oh, well, that's great, but I don't even know what matters. I don't know what the priorities are. I don't know what the goal is. I don't know what my focus is. So the first step to getting this place is defining what success looks like to you and for you in this season of your life. And. This is a really interesting concept, and I'm probably going to do a whole episode at another time. Really diving deep into this because I heard this thought or concept of defining your, you know, what this what the, what success is to you in the season of your life um, back in October, and it was a huge mind shift for me. I couldn't figure out why I felt like I was failing. <laughs> in everything i was doing and it's basically because i was using the same definition of success that i carried 5 years ago into today and that's why i felt like a failure because my definition of success had changed and so for me and like i said i'll dive into that in another episode because i think it's really valuable um but for now you know just just hear me out on this on this piece so for me success in the season of my life looks like um, having quality time with my kids and being intentional about having quality conversations, meaningful conversations with my children. That is success to me. So I prioritize quality time with my children. I prioritize um, being distraction-free and you know, taking time to get into quality conversations with each one of them individually as a group and finding different ways to do that and to connect with them to create those quality moments. That is what success in this season of my life looks like on a personal front. On a business front, success, the definition of success to me in this season of my life has nothing to do with income or title or rank or position or assets or anything. It has everything to do with giving more people access, bringing more people into a space that can create options and choices and freedoms in the way that I've experienced over the last 10 years. And that's what it's all about for me. That's why this podcast is a priority, because it's, it's designed to help you learn what you need to learn and help you learn to think differently so that you can show up differently, so you can make the different actions in your day-to-day life that are gonna move the needle that are gonna allow you to be more successful than you've ever been before. That's important to me. That's what this looks like. And so knowing that I have this definition of success for myself on a personal front and a professional front, it's so great because it gives me something to filter every decision through. So once you do this, it's important because when you have your definition of success, you can already have an idea of the things that you're gonna say yes to and the things that you're gonna say no to. It's gonna give you massive clarity and the ability to stay on track with your goals. If it doesn't have anything to do with spending quality time and having quality conversations with my kids, it's an easy no. And if it does, it's an easy yes. If it doesn't have anything to do with expanding opportunity for others, It's an easy no. And if it does, it's an easy yes. And so I love that. I love having that. It's so empowering. It's so liberating. And it just brings so much clarity and purpose to every single thing that that you do. Saying no, however, is a lot harder than it sounds, unless you're at Target with one of your kids. And we get that no out before they even complete that second syllable of their request. Am I right? (laughs) But yeah, saying no is a little bit harder than it sounds. So here are a few ways that you can say no without feeling bad, without apologizing, and without regret. But first, you need to understand that there, there's saying no for you. How do I say no for myself? So it sounds a little bit like this. I appreciate the offer, but it is not something I can commit to at this time. Ah. Oh. Mrs. Gebhardt, would you like to be our room mom? Oh, I appreciate the offer, but it it's not something I can commit to at this time. It just feels better, sounds better than <laughs> saying no. That sounds like the worst idea ever, <laughs> right? Um, the next one is: I am so grateful for your consideration, but this task or project isn't in alignment with my current focus and goals. And I've actually used this one several times. I've I've been asked over the last handful of months to um, jump in and help out with some projects and some tasks. And I am grateful for the consideration to be included, to be considered, but the task and the project just wasn't in alignment with what my current focus and my goals were. And so it was easy to say no to. Another one is, I love this idea, but it's not the right time for me to engage. Please keep me in mind in the future. Another really great one is, I would really love to participate in this event, but it doesn't fit in with my current priorities. And then the last one, I would love to talk with you about this, but I cannot do it this week. Let's find time next week. That has been, a—I already told you guys, a game changer for me. But listen to like, I mean, this last one, especially, I would really love to participate in this event. I would really love to be a part of this project. I would really love to... um you know, be a part of this team or this effort or whatever, but it doesn't fit in with my current priorities. When you say that, you're not just saying no, you're making it very obvious that you know what your priorities are. You're making it very obvious that you're focused. You're making it very obvious that you're goal oriented. You're making it very obvious that you're not willing to sacrifice what matters most to you. And when you say that to an employer, when you say that to a leader uh, that you work with, when you say that to someone who offers some sort of project or whatever, not only are they going to respect you for saying no, but they're going to respect the reason. And then your level of credibility and professionalism in their eyes and their perspective just skyrockets. And you're no longer just that one person. You're just, you're just next level. And it's, it's huge. So Now that we talked about saying no for you, now we need to talk about saying no to the team. And this is tricky, but I always think of the Warren Buffett quote where he said that he had to say no to thousands of ideas and deals so that he could say yes to the few that made him a billionaire. He said no to thousands of ideas and deals and said yes to a few that made him a billionaire. Um, So as leaders, we are in a position where we're making decisions every single day all the time. And there's going to be a lot of things that come our way and we have to say yes to what matters. And we have to say no to what doesn't. We have to say no to what doesn't so that we can say yes to what matters and we can stay in alignment with the goals and the vision and the purpose of what we're working toward. So here are some ways that you can say no to the team. So when someone presents an idea, whether it's a good idea or a bad idea, um, you know, that idea is great, Jane. Tell me when you are thinking this could be implemented. So you're not saying necessarily no, you're capturing the idea, you're acknowledging it, you're getting the when. Because a lot of times people have ideas, but they haven't really thought them out and they haven't really (laughs) worked them all the way through and they don't have a plan. And what I love is that it buys time for you as a leader, because then that person has to go back and fully flesh it out and fully develop it. And they're either going to come back with something or they're not. Either way, Um, it's not something that you have to address in the moment. The next one is, tell me why you think this is needed, John. So maybe John's coming to you with a a need, with a concern, whatever that might be. And, um, you know, you're finding out why it's needed and let's revisit this when timing is better. So I love that because, again, you're acknowledging, you're listening. We're going to revisit this when timing is better. So what you're also inadvertently teaching the people that you work with or the people that you lead is that. We don't do things, even if they're great, if the timing isn't right, because we're so focused on our goals. We're so focused on moving forward. And the last one, I understand what you were saying and can see why you think this needs to happen. But right now, our focus is this. And we have to make sure we stay on track. And I love this because you're validating What was brought to the table, but you're redirecting the focus. And that's really important too, because, you know, when you're a leader, what you may or may not realize is you're constantly modeling leadership behaviors, desired leadership behaviors. And the people that are watching you and learning from you, this type of stuff is huge because you're teaching them the value of the no. You're teaching them how to value their teams and the people that they work with, even when they still say no, so that the leader can say yes to what matters later on. So listening, acknowledging, connecting, redirecting, and finding a way to reach goals together That's what we do as leaders in these situations. This is how you can say no as a leader without demotivating your team and bring power and clarity to the work at hand. Getting good at saying no is going to make you a great leader. Tony Blair said that the art of leadership is saying no, not yes. And he is right. If you said yes to all the things, then you would dilute your leadership and impede your ability to achieve your goals and your ability to help your organization Fulfill their vision. Saying no will make you a better leader, a stronger leader, a more focused and successful leader. And as we wrap up here, please do not ever confuse the word no with negativity or being negative. Negativity is an ongoing mindset, whereas no is a clear choice. No is simply a tool, and when we use it wisely, We protect ourselves and what is important to us in the moment by not diluting it with meaningless obligations, distracting ideas and or time constraints of others. Just say no, so you can say yes. Thank you so much for being here today, for showing up for your growth and for committing to working toward becoming the best version of yourself. If you have a question, or you want a topic discussed here on the show, head on over to leadlikeandreagebhart.com and make a podcast request. Be sure to share this episode with three people who need to learn the power of no today. And it would also mean so much to me if you could just take a moment and leave a review. Those really do help. And I read every single one. Thank you so much for being a part of the Brewing Success Community, where growth is the mission. Change is the reward and progress is the goal.